Hello, good morning. Welcome to another episode of Touring with God. My name is Tony with an I and I am your host. And today our topic is don't allow anyone to silence your praise. Now this morning, we're going to go ahead and dig into 2 Samuel 6 and verse 16. But before we get started, let us go ahead and say a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, as we come before you this day, we just want to let it be known that we honor you that we love you, that we serve you, that Father God, there is no one like you and no one above you. We give you, Father God, every ounce of praise that I have, that we have on the inside of us. For you alone are the almighty God, the creator of heaven and earth. And we want to thank you that even now you are giving us another opportunity at life, at health, at the ability to read your word and understand what it is that your heart is saying for your people. We give you all the glory once more all the honor. Jesus, we just want to say we love you. Holy Spirit, thank you for your presence and for your peace. It's in the name of Jesus that we pray. Amen. Once again, thank you for joining me for another episode of Touring with God. My name is Tony with an I and I am your host. So we're going to go ahead today and take a quick look at 2 Samuel 6 and verse 16. Now, 2 Samuel, well, Samuel in general, um, and Kings, anything that has to do with the story of David just so happens to be some of my favorite Bible verses because there is so much we can learn from King David. And today we're going to be learning about his praise to the Almighty God and how we should imitate David in the way he praises God. He praised the Lord in spite of what other people would think or say about the way in which he worshipped. So we're going to start off with 2 Samuel 6 and 16 and it reads, As the ark of the Lord came into the city of David, Michael, the daughter of Saul, by the way, this is also David's wife, looked out the window and saw King David leaping and dancing before the Lord, and she despised him in her heart. So we're going to just go ahead and stop here just for a second before we go any further. And we just want to look at the fact that David was a king at this point. He was the king of Israel at this point. But David did not care what other people thought of him. He just knew in his heart he was grateful. He was filled with an abundance of praise for the Lord God Almighty. So even though people were watching him leap in the street, people were watching him dance in the street, they were watching him sing praises to the Lord God Almighty, he did not care. This moment, that moment of praise was an 
intimate moment between David and the Lord. Now, if we are to learn anything from David, just from that one scripture, we know what we can grasp from this is that we are not to be so consumed with the thoughts and the ideas of others that you disregard the Lord's instructions or giving him praise. So David doesn't care what anybody else is thinking in this moment. He came out to praise the Lord, his God, and there would be nothing or no one that would stand in the way of that praise. He danced before even his servants and Michael, his wife, I guess you can say maybe there was a level of embarrassment for her where she felt as though how could he behave in such a manner being the king of Israel. She wanted him at all times to appear to be royal before these people. And there were certain things that the king was not expected to do. And as his wife, of course, she probably thought to herself, how dare he go out in front of these people and behave in such a manner. So Michael had her own issue with David worshiping the Lord in the way that he did. And the scripture tells us that she despised him in her heart. Now, let me make something very clear. Be careful what you allow to occur in your heart. When man sees the outward part of you, and we have dealt with this in other podcasts, the Lord God Almighty, he sees your heart above all else. First Samuel 16 and 7, it says, But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not look on his appearance or on the height of his stature, because I have rejected him. For the Lord sees not as man sees. Man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. Then if we go a little bit further and read Jeremiah 17 verse 10, it says, I the Lord search the heart and I test the mind to give each man according to his ways, according to the fruit of his deeds. Now let's take a look at 2 Samuel 6 and we're going to read verse 20 to the end. And David returned to bless his household. But Michael, the daughter of Saul, came out to meet David and said, How the king of Israel honored himself today, uncovering himself before the eyes of his servants, his female servants, as one of the vulgar fellows shamelessly uncovers himself. And David said to Michael, It was before the Lord who chose me above your father and above all his house to appoint me as prince over Israel. Ooh, David's a little feisty. The people of the Lord and I will celebrate before the Lord. Verse 22, I will make myself yet more contemptible than this and I will be abased in your eyes. And abased here simply means lowly or humble. So he will continue to remain in that 
posture of praise. If she was ashamed before, she has something else coming because David was saying, this is only the beginning of how I will praise my God, whether it is before people or behind their back, nothing will silence my praise. And then it continues by saying, but my female servants of whom you have spoken by them, I shall be held in honor. Now you have to also recognize if you've read the story of David, the people loved David. I mean, you just have to read through the book of Samuel. There was a whole different kind of respect and honor honor that was given to David as king over Israel. The people loved David. So he wasn't afraid of what would happen to him if the people saw him worshiping and singing and dancing and praising the Lord for he knew that God appointed him into the position where he was and God was not going to place him in that position just to tear him down because of his praise. Now verse 23 says, and this is so sad, and Michael, the daughter of Saul, had no child to the day of her death. So I read that and I paused because I just liked how they threw it in at the very end of the chapter. It literally should just stand all by itself because we just read this whole conversation with David and Michael and how she disregarded his praise for God. And then we saw the end result of that. And that's in verse 23. It says she had no child till the day of her death. The Lord shut up the womb of Michael. Now, we have to look further at the word of God where it clearly tells us not to touch his anointed and to do his prophet no harm. That is First Chronicles 16 and verse 22. When the Lord loves his people, which is always, let me just make that very clear. I don't know why I said when the Lord loves his people, but the Lord loves us so uncontrollably that he will ensure always that his people are never put to shame. But the ones who oppose his children, he will punish now, I know that sounds very harsh, but I'm not saying this. This is the word of God. And there are several instances in the scripture where we see people come up against the prophet of the Lord or the anointed one. And the end result never is in the favor of the one opposing God's servant. I just want to encourage you right now to be mindful of judging others based on your own standards. When David was rejoicing and praising the Lord God, he was coming from his 
own place of gratitude and honor to God. When you see other people praising the Lord, do not pass judgment on someone else's praise. You do not know what this person has been through. You do not know where the Lord has taken someone from. In that same manner, you should not be worried about what other people are thinking of your praise. When you are praising God, you are only concerned about one being and that being is the Lord God Almighty. You should not worry about what other people think about you. Let us keep in mind that the scripture tells us that the Lord God inhabits the praises of his people and we can find that scripture in Psalm 22 and verse 3. Now Psalm 98 verse 4 to 6 it says, make a joyful noise to the Lord all the earth. Break forth into joyous song and sing praises. Sing praises to the Lord with the lyre, with the lyre and the sound of melody. With trumpets and the sound of the horn, make a joyful noise before the King, the Lord. Now let me just Correct something really quick or make sure nobody misunderstands. The lyre is a musical instrument, not lying lips, but the lyre. Once again, that is a musical instrument. Now we go to Psalm 149 verse 3 to 4. It says, let them praise his name with dancing, making melody to him with tambourine and lyre for the Lord takes pleasure in in his people, he adorns the humble with salvation. Now, once again, both these scriptures are encouraging us to do the same thing. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. We are worshiping him, singing praises to him, whether it looks like dancing or making melody with an instrument, whether it looks like singing, whether sometimes praising is even just crying. I have had moments where I've just been so grateful and tears have just flowed from my eyes, from the place of gratitude that is on the inside of my heart. But the beauty once again of our heart is that God sees and understands it. And so he knew in that moment that even my tears were a sign of praise to him. So once again, we will make a joyful noise unto the Lord, no matter what it looks like. And we will not allow anyone to silence our praise. Now, if you can dance for man, and by man, I mean, we go to a concert, for example, and there is someone performing on stage, you dance, you sing, even when you do not know the words of the song, you are singing on the top of your lungs. But the point of the matter is you are interactive with everything that is happening because you are passionate about the thing that you are singing about or the person that is singing the song. And in the same way, we need to develop a passion for God that when we go before him, we sing the song. Even if you do not know the words, sing whatever is on the inside of you that is showing your gratitude to the almighty God. It's okay to dance before God. Dance like David danced before the king of all 
kings. So once again, I just want to encourage you today, no matter what your praise looks like, do not allow anyone to silence your praise. Heavenly Father, as we come before you this day, we just want to thank you for life. We want to thank you for another opportunity to look into your word and to see the King of Israel, David, how he worships you to allow us to understand, Father God, that you are searching further than what people can see. You are looking at our hearts and you inhabit the praises of your people. So because we want your presence to always be with us. We come with hearts filled with thanksgiving and praise. And today we say we love you. We say thank you. We honor you. We worship you. We adore you for who you are. It's in the name of your son, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Touring with God. My name is Tony with an I, and I hope today you turn on some gospel music, turn it all the way up, and just sing praises to God so he knows how grateful you are for life, for health, for every mercy that's been given to you, be it great or small. You need to show the Lord your gratitude. And I will see you next week, Tuesday at 9 a.m. Bye.